Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. Alright, alright, alright. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for taking the time out of your day, your week, to join in in this particular conversation. I've said this before, I've said it many times in the past. You know, it's important that you, as a human being, are completely responsible for the kind of conversations that you're dwelling in. What do I mean by that? I mean, when you're listening to podcasts like this, or you're reading books, or you're engaging in conversations with friends, it's important in your life that you're a person who generates those kinds of activities. All right. So, you know, I recently had a conversation with someone who was telling me about, uh, they've recently taken up working out with a personal trainer. And when they were talking about their personal trainer, they were jokingly referring to him as their personal torturer, okay? Which was fun, right? But but what struck me in the moment was, at what point will that become the truth for you? Now, so we say things like that in jest, but really, like, we are the conversations that we're swimming in. We're creating a reality every time we open our mouths. So it's critical for you with somebody who's engaging in personal growth and personal development work that you're in a conversation for what's possible you're in a conversation for what's next you're in a conversation for the areas of your life that you're out to impact improve make a difference with it's absolutely critical that those conversations are happening and they're regular okay now when i when i say that you know it's it's real easy to kind of have these conversations be flipping, to be nothing, to be people just sitting around talking bullshit about what they want to do and what they could do, rather than a conversation about dealing with what's in the way of what's possible. You see, I see this a lot. You see everywhere on social media, for sure, people talk about unleashing your potential. I've even used that phrase myself. The unleashing part is actually a lot less challenging than you would think. The unleashing part could well be the easiest or most certainly the simplest. The real difficult thing is this thing called potential. Because, you know, what is that for a human being, right? As you're sitting in your life right now doing what you're doing, you might be driving your car, going to work. You may be standing in your kitchen. You could be in the toilet, God forbid. Whatever you're doing in this life, When I talk to you, and I really want you to get this right between your earballs, when I talk to you about potential, 
what are we talking about here with you? Not this kind of vague, you know, fucking idea of potential, but for you as a human being, what are we talking about for potential? And again, it's like a throwaway word to write. You hear it a lot in personal growth and development circles. You hear a lot of public speakers talking about it, right? I've even used I've used the phrase unleash your greatness. So what is my greatness then? What the fudge are you talking about, Mr. Scottish person? Well, I'm going to tell you, when I'm talking about possibility, okay, when I'm talking about potential, I'm talking about everything you could imagine for yourself. But I'm also including all the shit that you can't even see right now, that you can't, you don't have access to. Now, this is the interesting thing about having done this work over many, many years. Um, one of the things that I notice is that when you set somebody up in a certain direction, okay, and you say, okay, let's let's unleash you in this area of your life, right? So it might be in the area of relationships. It might be in how you manage your body or your finances. Um, it could be any area. And say, let's unleash you. Let's, let's, let's aim like your most powerful you at that area of your life. People will, actually most often, people will produce the result. Okay, they'll produce the result. So they'll lose the weight, start dating, find the career, start the business, you know, whatever it might be. <clears throat> or it could be anything, but it could be stuff like, you know, regularly meditating, right? Sometimes that's a big thing for people. Um, but but the really interesting thing is when you've accomplished that, when you've actually produced the desired result, the outcome, and by the way, whatever you're doing in life, whatever direction you're facing, the desired outcome must be clear for you, right? Not just some vague notion of, well, that needs to be better. This needs to be less. No, like you need to, you need to be able to tell somebody when I've produced this result, here's what you'll see. Okay. So it's actually real. It exists in a physical universe, right? Somebody could witness it with you. So anyway, when people produce results, what happens is new things come into view. So that is when you produce a desired outcome, you'll see new potential outcomes that you could not see from the position you were in before. So when you produce an outcome, and remember, I always say, pick an outcome for your life. Don't sit there and just stare at the mountain fucking weeping that you'll never get to the top. Pick an outcome and let's go. But what you'll notice is, this is, the, this is the magical fucking thing about possibility. This is the magical thing about potential. The vast majority of your potential will only become apparent with small victories and triumphs. You'll only see what's possible when you start dealing with what's currently in the way. Things will come into view that you never even fucking considered, that you never even thought were on the radar for somebody like you. And yeah, I really mean that, somebody like you. 
you never saw it. Now, I've come across people in life plenty of times who, oh, I got a big dream. And it's not like I relate to these people like they're bullshitters, right? It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you can get so blinded by the big dream that what you're actually doing is setting yourself up for disappointment because the gap between here and there is so fucking vast, right? The consistency that it would take to produce that is beyond most people. That's why I say, okay, that's good, but let's start right now. What's the result you can produce by the end of the week? What's the result you can produce by the end of next week? What's the result you can produce by the end of the month that you're sitting there saying, holy shit, I fucking did that. To me, that's somebody who's engaging in a life of what's possible. That's somebody who's engaging in a life of potential, setting yourself up with challenges, setting yourself up with outcomes. Listen, I've done it so many fucking times in my life. It's unbelievable. And I'm, look, I've told you guys this so many times now, you know, I really should get it tattooed in my forehead. There's nothing, there's no distinction between you and I. There's nothing special happening over here. Okay. I'm not some fucking guru. All right. I don't, you know, I mean, I, I do joke about this, but I, I certainly don't have fucking Tony Robbins teeth and I don't have his bank balance either. And I'm really not interested in either of them, particularly the teeth. But anyway, um, the fascinating thing for me is that, that in my life, when I've been challenged, in my life, when, when it seems like all is just too much for me. And look, I'm again, I'm not any different from you. I get fucking overwhelmed. I get demands put on me. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm an author. I'm a podcaster. I do lots of different things, right? I do speaking engagements. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very much involved in all of the branding and marketing and all the stuff that goes around here at Unfuck Nation. I'm, I'm up to my eyeballs in that. I don't just have other people do that for me, right? I'm, I'm deep into all of it. And I'm getting pulled in all of those directions. And yeah. I experience overwhelm. I experience like this is too much. I experience like, what the, f- you know, why can't everybody just leave me alone? Why can't I just have some time, right? Oh, I, I don't have time. This is the life that I created. I created this fucking life. And, and that's the other little piece of this that I find absolutely fascinating. You are living the life you created. And you might be looking at this life right now going, this is a fucking shit show. What are you talking about? That's right. You created this. The life you're currently living, is your. this is your answer to the old one you lived. So the life you're currently living is the answer to the old one you lived. And the life that you're currently living, by the way, might have failed. You might have been the tail end of this particular phase, but you got into this as a solution to an old life. So I want you to get that for yourself too, that when, you're, when you are reaching for something like potential or possibility, yeah, this is the fucking life you picked. Stop blaming it on somebody else. Or like, oh, this is the mystery of the universe. Why, I just got fired again. I mean, for fuck's sake. Come on. That won't get you where you need to go. It will not. So it helps to first begin with, I might not even have had much experience in that is like, this doesn't feel like I created this fucking life. 
But if I start with the idea that I did, if I say, okay, this is what I've come up with. And then I look at it and I say, and this is what I want to accomplish. And this is who I want to be in this life. Then the first thing you do is look right in front of you and say, today, what's in the way of that? And don't sit there and go, oh, yeah, I know it's $50,000 is in the way. And I, no, it's not. That might be in the way further down the line. There are immediate things about getting your life aligned with the future. So a life of possibility is a way of living. It's not a one and done deal because you're constantly getting presented with new outcomes that when you started, that was nowhere on the agenda. So again, you know, if you are to be someone who's out to develop yourself, if there's one or two little miracles you'd like to produce in your fucking life, then produce them. You know, I've been coaching this very, very famous soccer player, or as the rest of the world and the civilized world calls it, football. Um, and he's very famous. And, you know, we'll have a, like a, we'll have a pre-match conversation. He's in these big games that are televised and they're shown all over the world and watched by millions and millions of people. And, and, and then I'll say to this, this person, I'll say, what's on your mind? So I'm feeling pressure to score. Score a goal. And I say to him, then you should just go do that. You should just go score it. Then the pressure's off. And it's amazing the amount of bullshit that just melts away when you just get it down to that, like, oh, shit, yeah. I should go do it. Rather than engaging in all of that internal dialogue about why you can and why you can't and what's in the way and da, 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 da. maybe I should just connect myself with the outcome. And if I connect myself to the outcome, I'll come across obstacles. But when I'm fully committed to that outcome, I'll realize those obstacles are only part of the game. They're not actually obstacles. They're just what's there to be handled in the game that I've created for myself. Still with me? So to live a life of potential, to live a life of possibility is to be someone who spends the life doing that. Like that's what you're about. You're about new results. And it, and it leads me to this next point, which comes up frequently. In it. And over the years when I used to coach lots and lots and lots of people, it would come up when people produce a result. The first thing they want to do is take a breath. And, and they, they ignore one of the most critical, critical aspects of, of producing phenomenal out-of-the-box results in your life, and that's this thing called momentum. There's plenty of time to breathe later. When you've got the momentum, you got to press. Because when you press in, there's a kind of you that's coming to the fore that wasn't or isn't the old you. So you're literally in the process of evolving as a human being. You're diving into new experiences. It's demanding that you be someone you haven't been before. That's what makes these fucking things transformational. It's not the result. It's who you have to become in the process. And people are sitting about going, oh, I'm not that kind of person. Fucking do it and you'll see you are. Do it. You'll see you're that kind of person when you need to be. 
anyway. I'm going to go on a little break here very shortly. I do want to remind you of my new book, Grow Up, Becoming the Parent Your Kids Deserve. Listen, this book is pivotal for me in my career as an author. I'm so happy that I've written it. I'm so happy about the conversations that are coming up because it's a, they're not, I'm, all, I'm, I'm delighted with what people are talking about. I'm delighted with the kind of people who are interested in it, right? And, and if you've already read it by now, you know that I've, that, you know, I've taken a fucking sledgehammer to this whole idea of, because it's, because it's not a parenting book. It's about transforming oneself to become the kind of parent your kids deserve. So when people talk about breaking that generational chain, and I go into this in the fucking book, people are talking about how they treat their children. You're the fucking generational chain, you goofball. You're the one that needs to transform. (laughs) Holy snikers. All right. So I'm going to take a little break. Don't forget, you guys, um, you know, it really helps the show if you write, review, and subscribe to the show, write, review, subscribe, write, review, and subscribe. And I want to hear from you, right? We were off air for quite a bit there. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your problems, your conundrums, the things you're stuck with, the things you're stopped by, the things you think you'll never get over, the things that have been on your mind, or maybe just some general philosophical question you want to ask me and see, and I'll take a run at it, right? We'll take a question from the nation. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. All right. Welcome to the second part of the show. Thanks for joining us. Um, This is the part of the show, by the way, you guys, where we deal with a question from the nation. I do have a question from Andy this week. Um, Obviously, that's not his, well, not obviously, but it's not his real name. Um, And of course, if you've got a question for the nation, 646-450-3203, or send me an email, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. And if you don't want me to use your real name, just leave a name there that you'd like me to use. Now, like I said, this week's question is from Andy. And Andy, is a, it's a very simple question, but as you probably have already guessed, for everybody out there, uh, when I take these questions, there's usually a little bit more to it than meets the eye. So Andy's question was, how does one deal with a controlling person, right? Now, this reminds me of like a couple of years ago when there was a, one of my videos went up. I think it was on, it wasn't TikTok, but it was something like that, Instagram, one of those places. And there was, I think it was a therapist who jumps in and says, you know, this is all very good, but this kind of diminishes those people who are dealing with controlling people in their lives. Now, I took great issue with that. And the issue that I took is, The term uh, controlling or a controlling person is a subjective analysis of something that someone did or didn't do objectively. So it's always subjective. So the experience of being controlled 
right? I'm not diminishing the experience. I'm not taking away the experience. You have to be very, you know, precise about the kind of language you're using because, you know, what's to stop me saying, well, this is controlling to me or that's controlling to me. Is it objectively controlling? Well, maybe, maybe not. However, let's say I do have someone in my life who appears, at least for me, to be behaving in a way that I feel restrictive. Okay, so that's my experience of that, that it's restrictive, right? They're, they're requesting of me, they're making demands of me that I feel are restrictive. How most people handle that is to deal with what's fallen out of that person's mouth, okay? So they're going to handle what they're saying. They're either going to resist it, push back on it, try and apply some logic to it, try and reason with the person. And so none of it actually deals with the source of the item. What is the source of the item? Well, funnily enough, this is something that's in the new book. It's in Grow Up, uh, Becoming the Parent Your Kids Deserve, right? But that subtitle could easily be Becoming the Human Being the World Needs, okay? It could easily have been that fucking subtitle, Becoming the Human Being the World Needs. But anyway, this book is for anybody. And I do talk about control in this book. Because for the parents that are reading the book, I want them to get that all control, and this is for everybody at the back, whether you're a parent or not, all control is driven by fear. All control is driven by fear. Let me say that one more time. All, all control, all control is driven by fear. So when you're arguing, stating your case, making the logic, pushing back against, resisting, whatever's fallen out of that person's mouth, what are you never actually addressing? That's right. You're never addressing what are they fearful of? What if I could just address the fear and speak to the fear such that that person is left with the experience of being heard, of being acknowledged, of being known. And yeah, maybe even I say something that allows them to deal with that fear in a powerful way. Now, I know I already hear some of you, why should I have to? Well, because you're the fucking transformed one. You're the one who does all the work on yourself. You're the one with the insights. You're the one that wants to live this life of being able to navigate any situation. Yeah, why not you? They're the one with the issue. Well, maybe, maybe not. You don't know that. All right. Stay off of fucking Google for your psychological analysis. All right. What you really need to start to deal with is whenever you come across someone where you, in your experience, this is somebody who's trying to, you know, hang on to a situation, try to make a situation turn out in their way. And maybe you do feel that you have that experience of being restricted. I want you to know the only way for you to powerfully deal with that is to speak to the fear, to ask the person simply, what are you afraid might happen? What are you afraid might happen? Well, let me tell you, that's not going to happen. Or I'm not going to do that. Or they're not going to do that. In fact, let me tell you how it's not going to happen. Let me show you all the ways in which that won't happen. And I can't take away that fear for you, but I want you to know that all of this trying to control the situation is probably not going to work anyway. So how do I deal with somebody, quote unquote, 
who I experience them as controlling is I show some compassion to somebody who's fucking terrified. And, you know, it might look like anger from them. It might look like, you know, they're being, you know, they're positioning themselves, right? Or they're being insistent or, you know, like all of those things. I just want you to know in the background of all of that, there's nothing but fear, which, you know, (laughs) I mean, this stuff just makes me laugh. You know, I mean, I, I remember it was a while ago I talked about if you take away all the bullshit, all the noise, all of the hoo-ha, there really only is love and fear. That's it. That's human beings just swing from one to the next. They're driven. I know people say, well, what about wants and needs and desires? Listen, people are driven by love and fear. That's it. The rest is all just, you know, fucking seedlings of those two. Those are the two most powerful poles for a human being. Love and fear. The, the, the love gives people the experience of connection, of safety, of acknowledgement, of community, right? Of, of purpose. In other words, the love is really when things are going well. And people say, well, what about fucking anger and desires? And they're all driven out of fears. Just fucking fear. Fear that it's, you know, they're going to be left alone or fear that it's not going to turn out for them or fear that they're going to get fucking abandoned or fear that it's all going to go to hell or fear that, that you know, violence is going to be enacted upon them or fear that people are going to not like them or hate them. Or, listen, so much of this just comes down to those two poles, love and fear. And in fact, it's a great way to do work on yourself. And you'll see, by the way, most of your upsets in life are driven by fears. Fears, like the fear that I'm broken, the fear that there's something wrong with me, the fear that other people will find out that I think that about myself, which is one of the big ones. So, Andy, rather than dealing with this controlling person, maybe you want to try and connect with this person who's, in fact, fearful. Because like I said, All control is driven by fear. I don't say what I say, by the way, to all of you out there. I don't say what I say to make excuses for anybody, to justify anybody. I say what I say to empower you so that you get some insight and maybe you could act a little differently. Maybe you could be another kind of human being in the face of it, right? If I see one, I I made a video a short while ago. I I said, everybody's traumatized. Oh, you shouldn't take your fucking trauma at me. Like, stop. That's like the antithesis of enlightenment, right? You're just better about getting enlightened. Get, get fucking, you know, get in touch with like what's going on with humanity. Get in touch with what's going on in families and in relationships and in communities and society. Get in touch with what we're all really just fucking wrestling with. Why don't you show up as the one, right? And this isn't just for you, Andy. This is for everybody else listening. Yeah, you need to show up different. You need to be the one. Everybody else is on automatic. Everybody else is fucking trapped in their dogmas and their beliefs and their fucking... Everybody's, everybody else is, is stuck. You can't complain about that. No, you're fucking stuck. No, you got to be the one who's able to dance in those environments and, and, and maneuver in those environments and take 
take the pressure out of those situations rather than like, well, let me fucking diagnose you for a minute, you know, like that's going to help. Oh, well, Gary said, this is, I'll just be Gary for a moment. No. This is all designed for you to take a breath, for you to get a little bit of insight, for you to understand, and for you to actually stop yourself from getting fucking hijacked or shut down. Right? Understanding is the pathway. That's your way in. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. As usual, have a brilliant week. Don't forget to write and review the show and click that little subscription button at the end. The new book is out now, Grow Up, Becoming the Parent Your Kids Deserve. Obviously not just for kids, you know, because some of you, in fact, all of you are the kids of somebody else. So it might be a great book for you to get some work done to find some completion about yourself for your own past. It's not just for those of you that are going to have children. And then, but I'm also including those of you who, who knows, one of these days, you might find yourself in that parenting domain and you'll be scrambling for this fucking book. So this might be a good time to get your teeth into it. It's not about parenting. It's about being and being the kind of human being who can create their own life. And obviously the context in this case is all about grandparents, parents, children, families, how all that works. Some of my greatest work is in this book. You're going to love it. Um, and I'll see you guys, obviously, on the flip side next week where I'm going to have another outstanding and exciting episode of Unfuck Nation. Have a great one. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 